Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Adding Chrome to Your Community. I'm your host, Leah Biscardi, and today we have another great episode. But before we get started with this, let's jump into an ad from our sponsors. Are you a coffee drinker that wants a little more out of their coffee? Well, Abby Scott has your back. She is the founder and owner of Coffee Over Cardio, which is more than just a coffee company. Check out her products on coffeeovercardio.com and type in the code 10, the number 10, SPUS photo for 10% off your first order. Right, so I'm here with Ashley, and this is a special bond I have. Ashley is my business coach. I went through a coaching program with her, but she's here on my podcast, and she's going to be talking about marketing and photography and all the businesses that she has, and would like to give you some information and insight into things. So Ashley, introduce yourself to my audience. Hi, I'm Ashley. Um, I mean, Leah just gave a really good introduction. Um, I am a business coach, but originally I have a photography business. Um, and I started coaching because I found that there is a little bit of a gap um, in coaching where people aren't really teaching um, teaching business owners who their ideal client is. Um, and that was the biggest thing for me is once I found out who my ideal client was, it really opened my eyes. So that's kind of where it started. And then in September, I just bought an online uh, consignment uh, business. And I am planning within the next two to five years to have more in the future. <laughs> So that gap you were talking about, ideal audience, I know I went through the, the style of it, but why is it important? We talked about ideal client, ideal audience. Why is it important for us to know who we are going to service? Yeah. So, I mean, like, imagine walking into, say, your favorite clothing store and you have a specific style, they have a specific style, but say you went in there and it was like all dark clothing, but then there was some super patterned floral clothing. And then there was some like grungy clothing. And then there was some just plain clothing, like that's so different. And so like not niche that you'd walk in there and be like overwhelmed and not know what to do. And I find that with a lot of business owners, that's that's what they see their marketing as, is they're just like overwhelmed and don't know what to do because they don't know who they're trying to serve. So really knowing who your ideal client is and knowing who you're wanting to serve will make it easier to speak to them through your marketing. And so what's the difference in your mindset between branding and marketing? that's a hard question because like branding and marketing kind of all plays together so your branding obviously is who you are as a business and then the marketing is just kind of how how you're showing your business so without um knowing who you are as a business what your branding is you're not going to know how to market in a way that you want to actually show your business so when we talk about ideal client, and like I said, I've been through your coaching program before and understanding who I was serving really helped 
me utilize who I'm going to reach out to. But it doesn't mean I can't do the other things. So go back to your example about selling all these different clothes. You may not want to just sell all dark clothing, but you want to sell things under that umbrella. So as a photographer, I can still do portrait photography, but my main selling point would be my product photography. So when you're talking about your ideal client, that's who you're going to tell your story to and sell yourself and your experience. Now, I stole that a long time ago too, when you talked about selling your experience. Why sell just your experience and not just sell your product or your, or your service? In all honesty, and I say this all the time to every single client I have, anyone can do what you do. Anyone can find out exactly how you edit and do it. Anyone can take the photos exactly like you and do it. Anyone can do that. And I'm pretty sure someone probably already does, but nobody can have the exact same client experience as you. And no one can offer the connection you do. No one can offer um what you're giving to your clients as an experience so making sure that your experience is the best it can be 100 like amazing you're putting your all into that client that's what's going to keep the clients that's what's going to keep them coming like with my business i i like growing with my clients so i initially my ideal client is the wedding client and um i know what they like i know what they don't like i know what their hobbies are i know what they look up when they're stressed i know what their insecurities are that type of stuff but i start with the wedding client and that is where my relationship with them kind of that's where i plant it and then we grow from there so then i like do say couples photos later as like an anniversary session or say it's maternity or it's newborn like then I grow with them from that um but knowing kind of in a sense what your niche is that doesn't mean you have to niche down completely but just knowing kind of where you want to start with your clients will be the best like first step and then making your ideal client, that person, but not saying no to people who aren't your ideal client. So when you're trying to find your ideal client, uh, how do you find your clients? Like marketing wise? Yes. I truthfully, most of my clients come from Instagram. I 100% get most of my clients on Instagram. My website was down for quite a while, actually, and I had no idea until like months after. Um, and so I didn't get any from my website for quite a while because I, it was down and I had no clue. Um, but Instagram is my main source. I would say like over 80% of my clients come from Instagram. And on, so for people who have never been on your Instagram, what posts do you post on? So if you're looking for a coaching client, what are you mostly posting about? Um, in all honesty, I'm actually going through like a little marketing transition as of right now. So I haven't posted a lot on my Instagram, on my coaching Instagram for quite a while um, because I'm trying, I think my business, like I've only started my coaching business um, officially 
like a year and a half ago. Um, and so I think it's still pretty new. I think I'm still at the point where I'm not hundred percent on like how I want to portray this part of, of my life. But most of the time I just talk about the struggles that business owners have. So like delegating is huge. I, I talked to actually this girl who has this company. It's just amazing. She started it. It took off. She's incorporating. She like, she's blowing up. And when I first got on the first call with her, she goes, oh yeah, I'm going to do everything in my business. I don't want to, I don't want to hire anyone. I don't want to delegate. And I'm like, but why, why? And she's like, I don't know. It's just my business. I just don't, I don't want to give that away. And I'm like, okay, but you're not going to grow then. You're just going to stay where you are and nothing's going to happen. And then by our third call, she was hiring someone. She had an accountant, she had bookkeeper, like she had all this stuff that she was finally delegating out. And she was actually paying herself and she's like, okay, this changed my mind. Like, I, I don't understand what happened. And uh, so I think like just talking about the struggles of, of being a business owner and say, letting that stuff go of like, oh yeah, well, I need someone to do this, but I don't want to let it go, but maybe it might be best for me. And then doing it um, will like have so much more time on your plate um, and not just time to like do more work, time for your family and time for you and self-care and mental health. Right. And allowing someone else into your business doesn't hurt yourself. It actually helps mm-hmm. allow you to build more of your brand and reach more people and analyze yourself. And like you were talking about going through that change of marketing, because you're always reanalyzing how your business is not saying you have to rebrand all the time but you have to kind of mold or be flexible with your strategies to reach out to your ideal client and that's something you taught me as my coach but also I'm learning too like with my podcast business I call it a business because it basically is but you kind of have to approach it a little bit differently of who you want to talk to and who you want to give expertise to and who your ideal audience is literal audience for your podcast is and that's why I latched on to small business owners because people don't realize how much they have to invest not only in their business but in themselves just to have a little success because if you look a lot of people struggle the first year and a lot of people quit the first year of starting a small business because they don't invest. You have to invest in your business by making it better to make money. And I, I totally agree with that. And I know that the first year of business is really hard and most people don't invest and that's okay. It's, it's not a bad thing to not invest in the first year. Um, And I believe that very strongly because I actually, when I started my coaching business, I had a friend who was actually in my bridal party, um, who was a business coach and I valued her opinion. And so I actually asked her, I was like, Hey, like I'm planning on starting a new business. Like, can I get your opinion? And she actually didn't answer me. 
And I was like planning on possibly like getting her as my business coach. Cause I was like, I really want this to succeed. Um, but she actually right before my wedding tried to sell me her program. And it was like a month before my wedding. And I was like, I don't have any money to spend on a program right now. I'm, I'm like a month away from my wedding. So I find that like, there are people who want you to invest and are pushy about it. And there are people who want to invest or want you to invest and are like, you come to me when you're ready. Like, I know this is a hard decision. And so I think if you're going to really invest in your business or in yourself or really in anything, you need to make sure that it's one, the right choice for you. And two, someone's not pushing you into it um, because you're going to regret it if someone does push you into it. Um, it's, <laughs> that's the one thing that I... I didn't, like when I started coaching, I was like, I'm not going to be like that because I know that, that coaching is a really great investment and it's good for you and your business and it's going to take you somewhere, but I'm not willing to push someone to spend the money to do it if they're not ready to do it because then they're not going to do the work. Well, and it's also going to make it really hard to have a relationship because if they were pushed into it and they really, truly don't want to be there, it's going to be really hard for them to open up to you and actually be willing to step up. And like you said, do the work because they were pushed into it. And then you don't feel successful as a coach because you, you can't help someone who doesn't want to be helped. Exactly. Exactly. And that's, that's the hard thing too about coaching. I've had I've definitely had a few clients who didn't do the work, didn't see results. And then it was put on me because I'm, I'm the coach. I'm there to, to help you. But if you're not willing to do the work, then there's not much I can do. I'm, I'm there to coach you. I'm there to give you the tools to do it yourself and to learn it yourself so that you don't have to keep paying me after 12 weeks um, to be holding your hand, doing it with you. Um, I want you to be able to make those decisions yourself and, and push you to do those. Right. And that's one of the reasons it's kind of like the Chuck Norris saying that people say you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make them drink it mm -hmm. because if they don't want to invest, they, they shouldn't have invested in the first part if they're not going to willing to put the time and the effort. And that's part of marketing though. Like people realize, oh yeah, let me just post something on social media and hopefully people want to be with me, but you're marketing yourself out there and you have to constantly doing it. But like you said, there's some people that just don't want to be pushy. Like I'm okay with being pushed. I'm going to start random conversations with people and hope that they want to be a podcast guest or hope they want to work with me. But if they don't want to work, they're not going to do it. So whether or not it's their decision to make. Exactly. It's, it's a fine line. And I think that it's not, it's not bad to be pushy in the sense of like, oh, I really want to work with you or, or say the podcast, I'd really love to get your business out there. Like, let me help you. Like, that's fine. But if you're pushing someone to like be your client or do something that benefits you just because it benefits you or you get money for it or whatever 
that I find is a bad business practice. Yeah, because you're not using your authentic self. You're not building that human connection. You're not helping. You're not giving value to the situation. Exactly. And you can only do so much. You can only try and help so much until not only like they get annoyed, but your mental health is like, okay, I'm done. Like, let's just leave it. So going back to that value piece, collaborative marketing, how do you feel about doing collaborative pieces and marketing each other's business? I find it depends on, on how you're doing it. Um, I had one coaching client who would do a lot of free sessions um, just to do free sessions or just to like collaborate with somebody or a business. Um, and I think it's great. It just has to be done in a way that you are not doing too many in one month. I think that you need to look at how it's going to benefit you and how it's going to benefit the other person and kind of go from there and, and use that standpoint because yes, collaborating with people or businesses is great and it can be really beneficial, but you have to see like you have to see results. You have to make sure that you are getting something out of it um, and that it is worth your time. Like in the summer, I would never ever collaborate with any businesses just because I simply don't have the time. Summer's busy, it's a busy season, even fall. Normally when I collaborate on sessions, it's like January, February, because that's my slowest two months. And that's when my time where I'm like, okay, yeah, I want to do something with another business. Um, but I also make sure it's, been, it's mutually beneficial for the both of us. So if I'm going to like come up with an idea, I would say, go to a hairstylist or makeup artist and be like, Hey, I'm really interested in doing this. Or I was actually going to collaborate with um, a life coach um, with my coaching business. Um, and uh, we were going to just like do, say she would like take two sessions out of my 12 weeks to work with my clients so that um, they not only get like my business coaching, they get life coaching as well. Um, and I was also going to do that with a person who teaches Lightroom so that like I find a lot of my clients when they come to me, they're like, oh, it takes me like four or five hours to edit a one hour session. And I'm like, okay, we've got to get that down because no one's going to pay you for editing 26 hours in a 10 hour session or a 10 hour wedding. Um, so I think it's really good to collaborate with other businesses as long as it is that mutually beneficial um, type agreement where you guys both benefit from it. And your client also benefits as well. So it's not just a random collaboration with someone. Yeah. So um, as a photographer coaching now, do you just coach photographers? Is that your main looking for or do you coach anyone? I do coach other people um, right now. I mean, I coach a wedding singer. Um, I also have coached in the past a florist. Um, I have 
I've coached other businesses in the past. I've coached like someone who sells oil and who runs a farm. So I've, I've definitely done my fair share of like odd and interesting businesses. Um, but I definitely coach mostly photographers, but I, I do coach any business. Okay. I just want to make sure our audience knows exactly who you work for. So besides your coaching business, um, do you want anything else? Do you want to connect with, with your photography business? Cause I know you're based out of Canada. So hopefully we reach Canadian listeners as well. Uh, for sure. <laughs> I mean, I do, I do a lot of photography in Alberta and BC and Canada. Um, but I mean, I am willing to travel anywhere. Um, I just haven't quite gotten into the traveling market. I don't travel a lot myself. Usually it's normally just Alberta and BC. I travel, um, but I'm definitely willing to travel. Um, anyone can also check out our consignment business. We do send clothing out to the States um, and Canada and you guys can sell your clothes through us. You can ship us clothes um, and you guys can make money through that as well. So um, make sure we'll make sure to get the link for all of that, too, so we can share it in the, sh the show notes so that people can have access to that consignment business and have access to your photography business. So um, is there anything else you would like to tell our listeners today about marketing, photography or anything when it comes to running a business? I just think you need to just do it. I know that running or starting even a business is really daunting and challenging and sometimes you might come across a few people who aren't the nicest <laughs> um in business which happens but it's always great like finding even people like Yulia you are very um very like you have a very good like strong community presence and um you really like helping other people which i think is awesome um because there are a lot of new businesses or new business owners who have no idea what they're doing i'm even like six years into my photography business and i'm like sometimes i don't even know what i'm doing but <laughs> it's great to have those people who really lift you up and really just want to be there for you um because people need that and i think just going for your business and like doing what you need to do to make it successful and learning along the way um will will just like help your business because you're not gonna do it by second guessing each thing you're not gonna do it by stalling and not wanting to do something and pushing it off nothing's gonna happen your business isn't suddenly just gonna be like oh yeah yeah we're, we're successful now so just doing it and going for it and if you're really sure just putting your all into it um which you even did <laughs> um which i i was like i was even surprised during our sessions you were like oh yeah i quit my i quit my teaching job and i was like oh okay <laughs> all right all right we're doing this okay <laughs> 
Yep, because I, I was able to fully put myself into that spot, change my mindset, and I felt like I had a support system, not only with you as a coach, but my family, which is a great thing too, when you can get your family on board and just random people that follow me on Instagram and Facebook that were like, go, do it, do it, we'll support you. So that's the key to it is you just have to do it. You have to put your heart and soul into it and be okay with when things don't go your way. When people say no, you accept that no and you move on and you do something different. So the key yeah. to being successful is flexibility and making sure you understand that you're going to have good days. You're going to have bad days. That's part of it. You're not just going to be a billionaire overnight and you may never be a billionaire, but that should be okay with you. As long as you feel, you just have to determine what successful means to you. Yeah, exactly. And one, I guess one last thing to touch on is how, how do you think that coaching impacted you? Like what, what do you think would be different? Say if you didn't decide to do coaching versus now? Um, I think I would still be stuck in my negative Nancy, um, mindset. <laughs> uh, so I'm positive Polly now. I, you need the, the thing I needed was a push and that push was not to start my business. The push was to change my mindset. Like you're almost like a mindset coach and a business coach wrapped into one because you're working on my confidence and um, I don't think I could have quit teaching without having a backing. Um, I've, I've talked to people all the time and they say, yeah, I quit my full-time job and I'm just hoping my business does well. I think having coaching and having someone to kind of set up the, I call it the skeleton. So like, you can't run my business for me. Like I have to run my business, but you giving me the tools tips and tricks so that if I run into problems, I kind of know how to solve them myself and kind of gave me the confidence. Oh yeah, I could do this. this. This is great. And then being supportive, like having that support system. Like I have my mom, I have my parents, I have my boyfriend, I have my brother, they're all on board, but that's, that should normally happen in a, in a family. I know it doesn't, but I'm lucky enough to have a support system. But as soon as you came into my little circle and you push, but you're not pushing too much. Like you're not being that sales pushy woman. You're just making sure, okay, is this what you want to do? Because if it's not, you need to stop right now because if you don't put a hundred percent in and you are not flexible and you do not invest time, money, blood, sweat, tears. Um, I hope there's no blood, but <laughs> if you're not putting 100% in, then it's not something you want to do. And I think that's what helped me figure out what my niche was too, because like, I love taking pictures of people, but I kind of like products more. So that kind of helped me figure out my, my balance of things and who my ideal client was. And I'll say this time and time again, if you don't connect well with your coach, you're not going to be successful. And that's why I said, when we were done with the coaching, I was like, Oh no. Oh no. I don't want you out of my life. No, no. Because it, you, I made a connection with you, not only paying you for your services, but just, I grew as a person and we, you learned a lot about me and I learned a lot about you over the time that we went through the coaching experience. Yeah, we, we totally did. And like you said, you need to have a connection with your coach for sure. Cause if you don't, 
nothing will happen. And if you don't want to put in the work, nothing will happen. So I think it's definitely a give and take. Um, I think you, you give your all to your coach um, and your coach needs to give their all to you for sure. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm really glad we connected. I like, like I've said before, you're always welcome to message me and ask me questions. Any of your listeners as well, if you have like any questions, I do free breakthrough calls. We would, I would give you like an intake form. We would sit and talk for an hour and I'd give you as many advice, as much advice and as many tips as I possibly can um, to help you with anything you're stuck in. Yeah. And plus you're very helpful when I'm freaking out. I'm like, oh my God, what do I do? What do I do? And now I'm like, totally like booking clients without any fear of anything and just like these theater group people are just fully booking me with no theater experience whatsoever and I am just ready to do it because I have the confidence and mindset to do it and that's that was hard at the beginning it's it's really hard to get out of your own head because your worst enemy is yourself so exactly and I think that's what a business coach I don't think people think about this but that's what a business coach is they're kind of taking what you have in your mind and like throwing it in the garbage and resetting the whole environment around your mindset because like I said I was a negative Nancy and now I have a positive exactly (laughs) and it's it's about taking your emotion out of the equation and looking at it from a realistic approach I know that was like the hardest thing for me is I I took everything really personally in the beginning and I was like, oh, they're saying that because of this or like I would overthink the situation and be like, oh, well, they don't want to book because I'm not good enough or I'm too expensive or whatever. When in reality, they didn't value my photography as much as they or as much as I wanted them to Um, at that point they weren't my ideal clients. So really kind of taking a step back. It's like, it's like, uh, those, there was that one movie where like, she like came out of her body as a ghost and she like saw the situation. That's kind of like what you have to do. You have to take yourself out of the situation and just look at it and be like, okay, this is what's actually happening. What is like, what are they thinking? What's actually going through their minds? And then like, really thinking about it realistically instead of emotionally. Yeah, and emotion gets really hit hard, especially when you're dealing with running a business and trying to make money so that you can pay the bills. And that's that's why I took those part-time jobs so I can take the emotion out of that. Okay, those can pay the bills. I'm really build, working on building it because it's not a nine to five. I'm doing part-time job, which does not take as much time as teaching did. And a normal nine to five is going to take a lot of time out of yours so that's why we did it we did the coaching before I quit teaching and then you were even shocked that I quit teaching so that was the great I was for sure because a lot of my clients in all honesty are very beginner um they haven't had a clientele base they haven't really figured out what that might be yet and so most of my clients I'm like okay yeah like you probably shouldn't quit yet because you need to have somewhat of a client base and like you have to have somewhat of a strategy, but you came in and you like had your strategy down. You're like, this is how I've gotten clients in the past. We just had to tweak a few things um, and start your portrait page. And then 
your ideas just kind of flowed from there. And then you're like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm just going to quit coaching. Like we didn't even really talk about it. It was just kind of like, oh yeah, this is what I did. And I was like, oh, all right. Okay. <laughs> I didn't know what was happening. Okay. Yeah. Good for you. I'm so happy. Is this something you wanted to do? If it's something you wanted to do, I'm so happy for you. So <laughs> yeah. And now I'm at a better place. So, um, yeah. And just for everyone listening, just to wrap up, we've been talking a lot about coaching and how that affects you and how coaching can help you market yourself. So we need to just make sure that you have a good head on your shoulders when it comes to a business. So whether it's with Ashley, you would like to have as a coach or anyone out there, investment in yourself is really important. So I thank you for coming on today and talking about your businesses and how you helped me and how you've changed my business and my life basically. So thank you. So sweet. Of course. I, I loved coaching you and it was so much fun. Hi, everyone. Thank you for listening to another episode of Adding Chrome to Your Community. Again, I'm your host, Leah Biscardi. And please remember that you can listen to the future episodes every Wednesday night at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And if you'd like to join our community, we have a group on Facebook called Evaluate Your Product-Based Business Beyond the Brick and Mortar. And as always, you can find my information on Kodachrome Photoco, both on Facebook and Instagram. Coming soon, there is a product photography school coming, and I would love to have you join. Thank you, and have a great night.